If Robert Bridges had not started publishing some of Gerard Manley Hopkins's poems after the latter's death in 1889, the world would never have heard of one of the most highly regarded and influential poets of the modern era. He was baptized an Anglican, but became a Roman Catholic while at Oxford, at a time when that often involved estrangement from one's family. He soon felt a call to become a Jesuit priest. After years of struggle, which involved him burning his poems, he was eventually inspired by reading the medieval philosopher Duns Scotus to realize that faith and poetry need not conflict. Eventually, he was so transfixed by the created world that he sketched, wrote poems, and composed music. In 1884, he became professor of classics at University College Dublin, but he fell out of sympathy with the growing Irish, Irish republicanism of Catholics at the time. He died of typhoid five years later in Dublin at the age of 44. Here's one of his most famous poems in celebration of creation, God's Grandeur.
The uniqueness of Hopkins' poetry comes partly from the way its rhythm is influenced by the Welsh language and by Old English verse such as Beowulf. Hopkins also developed partly from Duns Scotus the notion of inscape, which has been described as the charged essence, the absolute singularity that gives each created thing its being. In stress is both the energy that holds the inscape together and the process by which this inscape is perceived by an observer. This is what gives his nature poem such vigor. His best known and also favorite poem, The Wind Hover, begins with lines, I caught this morning morning's minion, kingdom of daylight's dauphin, dapple dawn drawn falcon in his riding of the rolling level underneath him steady air and striding high there. The lines chart the course of the bird's flight and pile up the adjectives and alliteration to enhance the sense of swoop and glide. Here's a setting by Will Todd.
Hyde Beauty was written in 1877 and published in 1918 with several other of Hopkins' poems by Robert Bridges. It's a celebration of what Hopkins calls dappled things, notably trout with their spotted complexion, together with cattle and finches and ultimately the landscape as a whole. The crescendo of this endless variety and creativity in creation contrasts with the changeless creator, the very opposite of creation. Hopkins makes this poem a hymn of praise from the overflowing diversity of creation to the wondrous simplicity of God. Good. 